Welcome, welcome, welcome to Kaleidoscope Radio, episode 5, chapter 4. Here we go. Now, normally I have the... Oh, we're starting now. Man, I felt like I was being rushed by the orchestra over here. Chill out, people. We got time. There's time. There's a lot of time here. We got all the time in the world. Big thank you to Carrie Weeder for being a guest on last week's episode. I really enjoyed being... Ow, that was my shoulder that just popped. Did you hear that? I really enjoyed being with her. One thing that she shared that I want to talk to you about, the basis of this episode, the theme of this episode is going to be about the stories we tell ourselves. That's right. What's the narrative that you believe in? Before we dive into that, though, I got a lot of great news that I want to share. First item on the agenda is, if you want to be a guest on Kaleidoscope Radio, hey, all you have to do is email me at jonathan at kaleidoscoperadioshow.com. I'll ask you a few questions, and if you have something you'd want to promote, let me know. I'd love to help out storytellers and artists alike. Last week, it was really awesome. I was doing a, oh, oh my goodness, so much st- so much news I have to share in the span of one week. Okay, well, first off, I finished another play. This one is really fun. It's called Mortuary Madness, a.k.a. The Downer Mortuary. It's going to be showcased with Northwest Theater Workshop. The theme of that show is called Bad Citizen. And there's a series of playwrights who will be talking about bad citizenship. What does it mean to be a bad citizen in the United States? Really exciting stuff. I'm, I'm working my way into fame. <laughs> I don't know what, to, what else to call it as a writer. And uh, I special thank you to CG and uh, the rest of the team. I will let you know as the dates get closer when I will be showcasing this awesome awesome play and uh yeah it's gonna be really it's a really great show to see i'm kind of behind the scenes and i get to go to rehearsals now it'll all be through zoom so it'll be like a virtual live experience which if you have not seen anything like that before i definitely recommend that go support your arts i've seen a handful of zoom theater shows already And I even did a shout-out to one virtual theater of Arizona a couple of episodes ago. So definitely take a look. Now, nothing, nothing beats live performances. You know that. I know that. And during this time, I think we need to find a substitute. Kind of like a substitute teacher, right? You had Maybe you had like an English teacher who was phenomenal, and then they were sick. Then you had this Yehu who was just like, uh, I don't know what we're going to do, but you guys can go ahead and like write something. And we were like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, that's kind of what Zoom theater is. <laughs> no, no, there's going to, there's some great work out there. Don't get me wrong. There is great work out there that you can take a look at. So take a look at some virtual stuff. I'll let you know when the dates are and when it gets closer. In fact, I have something planned for you, for you listeners out there. You will actually be able to hear some playwrights talk about their script before the show comes on. So 
You can submit some questions if you'd want to know more about playwriting. Submit them to me at jonathan at kaleidoscoperadioshow.com. I'd love to help you out. On top of finishing my second 10-minute play for another festival, I was also an play I also worked as an actor for PDX Playwrights. And for those of you who don't know PDX, and if you're living in the in the area of Portland, PDX Playwrights is a community where playwrights will come together and they'll talk about their work. And if they want to get some feedback on their scripts, they'll submit. There is a there's a process, and I'll put on the in the show notes what that process will be or, or a link to get to PDX Playwrights. If you're living in Portland, if you're interested in being a writer and wanting to take a stab at it, then I definitely recommend going that going through that channel. I was asked to perform in a role, and it was really fun because I actually never met, uh, I don't know all of the PDX playwrights or artists here, but I feel like this is a, a one step closer to getting to know more, more people in, the, in that industry. And it was about 30 people or so that came to witness this. I'll be performing again later on in the month, and I had such a good time. When I finished the reading, I had these thoughts, and it was something that Carrie mentioned in the previous episode. If you haven't heard Carrie's episode, I definitely recommend that. Uh, It's just last week's episode. Take a look at that. But she said, what's the story we tell ourselves? And that led me into some real personal investigation work. What are the stories we tell ourselves? What's the narration going inside your mind? What kind of information has been brought to you, either by a parent or teachers, other societal influences, maybe even your friends? What stories did you adopt growing up? What's the narrative that you believed at the time? Or is that different now? Has that changed for you? Or do you still believe that narrative? If you're a creator or writer, you don't even have to be a creator in the sense of like, I'm a writer. Let's say you want to be an actor, but you have this story that you can't do it. Let's say you're a writer, you're writing this awesome television show, but there's this belief story that it's, why you? Like, why is it, why do you think that you can do it? And maybe you get some backhanded comments from a family member or a friend and they kind of hurt and you don't even know if it if it's just jokingly or if it's really a they really don't want you to succeed in that it's hard right because it's just thoughts going on in your head and maybe they happen so fast a comment or a a criticism that is made so quickly that you didn't really capture it but then you go to bed and then you're like did they just say something about my work? So I had a few stories. One story was, I'm not going to be able to make this podcast. Um, another story that I had, this was younger, when I was younger, I thought I, w- I could never be a lead actor. Um, let's see, what are the stories that I have? I had a story that I'm not good enough, that I'll never make it that this is all a waste of time. 
Ooh, I had a story about writing. Had a terrible story about writing. I would in high school. It was really hard for me to write essays, and I don't know if I had a problem with language or what, but I just I would go I would switch tenses. I'd go from present tense to past tense, and I even met with like a writing tutor and or the, or went to the writing center often, and I was still it just wasn't landing. And then I remember I wrote a little screenplay for my AP English teacher, and she was so, so impressed by that. She was like, "Wow, you, this is a really creative work." I, I think that's the only paper I got like an A minus in. Don't get me wrong, Miss Kolig was a hard grader, and I think I always had like C papers, C or C minus papers. They they were not that great, but then I wrote that one, and it it really changed my grade. And I think from there, actually. If I remember now, I think from there is when she may have changed the way that she was talking to me because maybe she found figured out a way to actually educate me. Something else shifted too because we started getting into plays. the The novels that we were getting into had a lot more action in it. I was just more engaged then. We also started working on poetry and figurative language, and I think I had a lot more freedom to play with the papers. And I think from there I was kind of feeling a lot more confident. But then even going into universities and、uh, college, grad school, the papers that I wrote were not as great. I, I knew what I wanted to say, I just couldn't write it on paper. And then I procrastinate because I didn't want to do the paper. I get anxious, anxious. <laughs> I'd get anxiety, and I would end up waiting to the last minute to get it done. And then I would do it. And as I'm writing jokes right now, I'm learning how to be a better joke writer. I'm noticing that same pattern. I kind of wait till the last minute, and then I start writing, and then it it doesn't land because I'm not spending the time really working on my craft. So those are the, that's a story that I've been telling myself for quite some time now. And I'm curious, what kind of stories have you been telling yourself? What's the narrative that you believe in? Ooh, what's the narrative of your life? Oh, do you even want to create something? Are you listening to this because you're just like, oh, I don't know, this is a sounds an interesting show. This handsome guy, Jonathan's got his voice. His voice sounds like butter. Or is it more about I want to learn how to be a better writer, or do you just want to learn about the process of writing? And my intention for creating this is to uncover what's your story. It's not just what story are you working on, but what are the belief stories that are telling you that you can't do it? And I bring on guests who are powerful people because they too had a story that they overcame, and I want to highlight them because they're hard workers. They're really they are trying so hard. They're putting themselves out there every day. Well, maybe not during the pandemic, but they are putting themselves out there when it comes to creating work. And if you want to be a creator, and that could be anything, anything that you want to put, you express yourself. But then you have this fear. Come talk to me. We'll get through this. Keep listening. I had a friend in high school who was a very extremely talented. I had a few friends in high school who were extremely talented when it came to acting, and we were in high school. 
we were just like having fun. I don't think we really knew what we were doing. Actually, maybe maybe the girls did. I know I didn't know what I was doing. I was just kind of like, I'm just going to make something fun here. I don't really know what to say. <laughs> Memorize the lines and try to be funny. That was my that was my prime motivator. But I thought all of us were going to do something artistically and showcase ourselves artistically and express ourselves fully in that way. We all had the talent. And and don't get me wrong, some of them did. Some of them were making some great stuff and I'm I'm really excited to bring them on as a guest and talk to them about their journey. And there was also some that just didn't do anything after high school. They didn't really get the support that they needed. I don't think they got the support at home. And I don't think they believed in themselves enough either. Maybe their appearance kind of, they felt like, oh, I don't look a certain way. I don't look like that. So I can't, therefore I can't do that. Or maybe they had that same belief story about my writing. Like I'm not worthy enough to create something of a large scale, of that big of a scale, of that capacity. Then I went to college, met a whole nother group of people. And even in my field, I don't know if everybody is doing what they love to do. Then I went to grad school and the same thing happened again and it happens again. And if this sounds discouraging to you, really tune into that. Are you believing into that story more? Am I, am I, by me talking about it, is this creating more leverage to that voice that's saying, hey, you can't do this? In order to become effective in how you create, what stories you want to tell, or even the motivation to just continue moving forward in the creative process. There are some practical psychological tips. They're going to be questions. The questions I have, one is, what's stopping you from moving forward? What's stopping you from opening up your laptop or taking out a sheet of paper and just writing? What's stopping you from turning on your video camera, recording yourself doing a monologue, reading a play, uncovering and analyzing a scene? What's stopping you from taking that action? Another question is, what controls and determines the quality of that work? What controlling factors are there? Is there a feeling of lack of resources? Is it a feeling of Time, like there's not enough time for you in the day to actually do something. What's controlling you? What's great about these questions is the fact that I know when I'm covering, uncovering more of myself, I'm actually uncovering more for characters, for characters that are going through the same stuff that I'm going through. And that's powerful writing. You're relating to your characters. And if your characters are relatable, they're going to be strong. When you have that belief, it creates an emotion. The emotion could be despair, anger, hatred, frustration, depression, guilt, shame. So many emotions can come from this fear. And if you're a creator and you're trying to create characters, this is like a reservoir of potential. You can use all of that. You can use all of that. Emotions. 
drive your character. Now, action is what the audience will see, but deep down, the emotion is what drives every person. And we're all different. Two people could experience a same event. One person may think, oh, the universe is punishing me. I may as well die. And someone on the other hand could say, hey, the universe is challenging me. This is the greatest gift I could ever receive. At one point in your life, you've probably done both set of actions. You feel upset by something, and then you're motivated to change that. You want to change somebody's mind. You fail a test or an exam. Then you have the belief story that you're not enough. It's never going to work. And then you give up. When you feel stuck or trapped, do you freeze up? Shut down the laptop. Go ahead and watch Netflix. Watch something else that already exists. Why don't you? Or do you give yourself... A moment, you journal, open back the laptop, continue writing. Do you read more books about writing? Do you learn more about the craft? What do you do? I want to help you focus on meaning. The meaning behind whatever you're creating. The meaning behind your own life. I want to help you find that. Meaning is a huge motivator. When you find the meaning of something, it's like acing an exam. Your brain is just boom, 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 boom. It lights up. When I was working on my story, my colleagues and I, we were trying to uncover meaning. And it was so cool to be in the room with them and doing this. We're all asking this question, what can I say about bad citizenship in under 10 minutes? Can I do that? As a comedian, I'm doing a stand-up. How can I make you laugh about what I can say? And really what I want isn't just making jokes, one-liners, although I do love one-liners. It's not just about making the joke so that you can laugh. I want you to, I want something to click in you. I feel like for comedians that I love, when they are doing their stand-up and I'm linking either callbacks or the way that they're telling the story... I'm feeling really connected to them. I want you to, I want you to have that power too. I want you to, to be able to do that as well with all of your work, with anything. So what's your story? What is the story that you tell yourself? What's holding you back? What do you think is controlling you? What's determining these outcomes? What do you want to create for yourself? These are all those questions, all those questions I have for you. I recommend you grab a piece of paper, pull your cell phone out, and just start writing. I want to help you get on the other side so that you do not have to feel frustrated anymore. If you are experiencing any sort of block while you're doing this exercise, take a look at my website. There will be some tips and tricks for you. I'll have some resources as well. Yes, definitely take a look at that. I have one more thing I want to share with you, and then it'll be a wrap, and you can continue your day, but let me share this with you first. No matter who you are in the world or what you do, 
there's a common force that's driving and shaping all our emotions and actions. It determines the quality of our lives and ultimately our destinies. Regardless of who we are, our backgrounds, our professions, our religion, race, or creed, we are all driven day after day to fulfill primary needs that have been encoded into our nervous system over centuries. Although each of us is a unique and special soul, we're all wired in very much the same way. We have four primal needs. A need for certainty. A need for variety. A need for significance. And a need for human connection and love. There are two spiritual needs that also help shape our lives. The need to grow and the need to contribute. Everything in this universe is either growing or dying. There is no third alternative. People are not spiritually satisfied unless their capacities are expanding. Just as people cannot survive without others contributing in some way to their welfare. No one can be spiritually fulfilled unless they are contributing to others as well. So you have it. This is me talking about what's your story? What do you believe in? If you're feeling stuck, maybe have some sense of writer's block or a creator's block, I recommend taking a look at my article. It'll be on kaleidoscoperadioshow.com. This is Jonathan Hernandez. Thank you for tuning in and being with me, the fifth episode, explaining to you what's your story. Now go on out there and make something of yourself. <laughs>